Island. Hello. Well, it's time, time for the start of the podcast. We have a guest, yeah. Shane. Hooray. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been wanting to get you on the podcast for a while, Shane. One of my most interesting friends. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank always, you. you always get your, seem to get yourself in scrapes and situations. I do, yeah, I suppose I have, yeah. In um, my youth. In your youth. Well, no, even yeah, today, <laughs> still scrapes, you know. Um, just budge up in the bed a bit there next to Martin Jane. I noticed some suspicious sayings in the mattress, but don't worry, it's not what you think. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I think. It's definitely not whatever it is you're thinking. Um. <laughs> Shane described himself, so the listeners can get a visual, as the kind of guy who looks like he plays a lot of music. Yes, exactly. He does look like he's in a band. Yeah, but I'm not. But that's the you, luck I was going for. But you sing. Uh, I do sing a little bit karaoke, definitely. Yeah. I, I love karaoke. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. You're like the image of a front man. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, and I get my you know a little bit of fame. You know, I I, I love doing karaoke, especially in the workman's. Have you ever gone? I've workmans? never been in workman's. No, they do it on a Sunday, and it's fucking crazy. You know, people are up and they're shite so bad, <laughs> like you know, just locked, but having a great time nonetheless. And everyone's trying to get up, you know? Yeah. And you might have like a little uh, group of girls coming in, they're all doing Beyonce, you know what I mean? Mm. Giving it socks. Mm. What I think is a great one to do and to really milk it, like let's say I brought used to to yeah. a karaoke bar. Right. I would say we would do like um, the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, like as a, as a trio? I want it there, but milk it, guys. And tell me why ain't nothing, nothing but a party. And tell me why ain't, ain't nothing but a me. Tell me why I never want to hear you say. Uh, nice. Yeah, so that, that's what that would be like. Right? Uh, well, you milk it, you know? You start yeah. unbuttoning the shirt. Everyone's like, are these dudes for real? I was like, no, I can take the pitch. Well, I find the more you give them, the, the easier it'll go over. Like, we've, we've been to karaoke in Highland, mm. uh, which is like, you get 20 people in there and you get a private room. Yeah. Which is great. And, um, and I'm a bit of a karaoke pig, actually. Oh yeah, you want to hug that chick? Yeah, I, I end up <laughs> yeah. doing it. You know? You're very into it. <laughs> yeah, and because and I, I really I commit to the performances. Mm. Like, you know, Good. But we were with a lot of people who were like karaoke, I guess. Uh, what's the opposite of a pig? A human. Karaoke humans human. who didn't want to sing at all. <laughs> oh so yeah? Then, Just sitting then, there judging? But then who are you glad to have in that situation? The karaoke pig. The pigs. The pig. You need to have a 20% pig <laughs> to right. human ratio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, that tends to be what the pigs will go for, so 80% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be dealing with another pig, do you? Yeah. You can't have a room for the pigs. Yeah. yeah. You can maybe you can rock with a, a, a group of four pigs, maybe, for 20 Yeah, just people. keep going up, yeah. switching like it out. Like you said, yeah. Martin, 20%. 20% ratio, yeah. Mm. Um, what, what's, if you had to do a song, what would... Uh, what would this one killed when I did it. Wow. Sexy back, Justin Timberlake. Nice. Oh, sexy back. And I, and I, huh? The way I do it is very deadpan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I have a receipt for my sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a, give us a little better. I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> that is hot. All them boys don't know how to act. <laughs> Kazoo. <laughs> Kazoo. Dun, yeah. Dun. You, you read out all the like, little bits and brackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got the whole shtick from this guy called Brett Domino on YouTube, but it's slaves. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good. And the other thing I'll break out is a bit of Skater Boy. A skater Boy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Wait, why because I'm always why? I, I'm always kind of scheming for a laugh with the song that is yeah I'm just, yeah that would which make is, me which laugh which is a protective yeah. thing you know you don't want to go up be sincere and then 
be worried people will laugh at you if you want them to laugh you know true but you got to put yourself out there nonetheless are you doing it for them or are you doing it for you you know oh it's got to be for you it's kind of both it's got to be for you fuck like, it I guess maybe I don't know I know there, look there's plenty of people get up there and they're terrible oh yeah so bad oh, I'm like this yeah. is not I'm like, not a good singer yeah <laughs> As you but, but, but again if you came up with a gimmick and that's you know, it, yeah. the laughter that's good that's entertaining <laughs> sometimes that's better mm. you know the people that are bad and just are bad and make you oh god yeah it hurts it's It's part of the experience it's all a bit of fun part of the fun is being terrible getting up and doing it that's true you accept them nonetheless absolutely but then the little diva in you is like get the fuck (laughs) (laughs) right now I could go up no you know what I mean (laughs) they picked a great song I can't do that song now because they yeah Oh, right. Me, yeah, my yeah. sister, uh, Danielle, um, who's very similar to me in many ways or whatever, but we were thinking, you know, we'd come up with like a, a little um, karaoke band almost, you know. We'd go by the name of Zachary Binks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be Zachary. She'd be Binks. She'd be Binks. That would be the name written down, you know. Sorry, can Zachary Binks come to the stage? And then we'd know. And mm-hmm. we'd get up and we would like fucking rock. Uh, Bohemian's Rhapsody. <laughs> yes. that's and nail it. Yeah. That's a very ambitious song to carry over. I think we could do it. Oh, that would be it. powerful though. The song will get you true. It. You know, if we could do it. You know, he does a bit, I do it. She yeah. does a bit, I do a bit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It would work. What did you do at karaoke, Marion? I did a good rendition with Barra of Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oh, uh, another classic. Yeah. <laughs> I felt it. In Highland, it's like, it's a Korean place, so like, there's loads of like K-pop stuff and then there's just like the interface is bad for selecting songs. It's often you'll pick one that's doable and you yeah. go for it. So you get a, a, an interesting selection of songs going. Mm. Um, you, you you did well as well because uh, Martin was there with like majority people he didn't know. Yeah. Uh, the first was that Larry's, was it? Yeah. Larry's yeah. birthday? So Larry's birthday, I go and put my jacket in a chair right next to Kevin and Larry, the two people in the room of 20 that I know. I'm like, great. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be able to sit next to them. I go out of the room, come back in, and there's someone sitting... The whole room is filled by then. And there's one free seat next to two lads, uh, Cupcake... Cupcake and Podge. And Podge. Yeah. <laughs> Cupcake and Podge. Well, I'd never yeah, met. Guys, My strategy guys. was just, just get loads of drinking. And yeah. I bought them a load of rounds, and then we got on really well. Martin so That'll do it. See, he's like, who wants beers? Yeah. And he's like, and it really worked as well, because they fucking loved you. Yeah. <laughs> he really got accepted by them. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's the way to everyone's heart. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that's actually a yeah, really good point. Just get um, some beers going. But yeah, then then did a few belters on the old microphone. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. Yeah, back in there. Karaoke's good. I think it really... Karaoke's great. It teaches you something about yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I learned I was a pig. The karaoke. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fight yeah. Club. You don't know yourself until you've been. Yeah, you've done karaoke. It. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Same, I've done it many times, way. many a building, many a place. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Is it different from? Does the vibe change a lot from building to building? Yes. Well, for me, anyway, my personal journey with karaoke. Uh, I'm from Blanchardstown, and we've basically no nightclubs out there anymore because most of them just get closed down after a while. There's some trouble at it, whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So they used to have Captain America's on a Wednesday, and it used to be a karaoke night, and I would fucking rule the roost, man. Yes. Just go up all the time. <laughs> My name would already be there. You know what I mean? Polaroid pictures of you around. Great nights. Now this is the time, like when they would play um, niggers in Paris. 
like three what? times in a row. You know what I mean? He's the, only saying the, the name of the song, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West, Jay Z, you know yeah. the ones. You know, you know the, the ones. ones. Yeah. <laughs> great tune, great tune. They right. called it that, not me, it's man. A, it's yeah. a banger. Yeah. It's a banger. It's a banger. So all during that stage, I'd be doing so many fucking songs, man. Having a fucking blast. But I remember one time in particular was definitely the making. Like I definitely knew myself after this one. Uh, we were on a bender for like two weeks. We would, uh, you know, be really fucking fucked or whatever going into this uh, karaoke bar, Captain America's. And I would be like getting up on stage. But one time in particular, I selected Justin Timberlake. Right, which, um, which one? Not sexy bar. Senorita. Okay. Okay, which has a really nice bit at the end right. of it where it's like, it feels like something's eating up. Oh, that, that, one. that one. Yeah. Yeah. And the ladies go, I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really good one to, to do at the end, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I started doing it. I was in the zone. Next minute, two girls from the stage got up on either side of me and started, like, kind of dancing kind of thing, you know, yeah. as part of the bit. Because obviously I was nailing it and I was, like, loving it. But that took me out of the moment completely. Oh. Completely yeah. froze up. I'd be like, no, no. i got to get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I, I might dropped and just ran out of that fucking room. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore, man. But again, you know, that was a home. Then you go to other places and you're just an L. But I think Workman is is really good because everyone's locked. It's always so full. And the DJ, I think, is really good because he makes these little uh, comments, you know, like a dude gets up, he does a terrible song or whatever. He's like, yes, still a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Who we got up next? Blah, blah, blah. Don't quit your day job. (laughs) That sort of of gear. Yeah, that sort of gear. Can you imagine karaoke with a room full of sober people, though? Oh, yeah. Need like a two drink minimum. Two drink <laughs> at least, yeah. Or enough pigs to. Lots of pigs. Up. Well, I don't know. See, it's hard being a pig because the room can turn on you sometimes. Mm. You know, I, I was pigging in front of my friends, but you pig in front of a crowd of strangers, they'd be like, "Who's this pig?" Yeah. You know, yeah. you need to have the. Crowd. This, I'm another pig, yeah. but the other yeah, pigs yeah. will take that mic off you. Oh, the thing yeah. is, sometimes yeah. the farmers will decide <laughs> they have too pig. many pigs, the and farm. they'll need to execute one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a farm. You can uh, boo, boo. My my fear is boos. A chorus of boos. Yeah. <laughs> He's a human. <laughs> I, I think though, I think when you go through some sort of humiliation like that, let's say you did it and you got some boos. Mm. I think it makes you stronger oh, yeah. in the long run you know what I mean because oh, yeah. you're like I survived that and actually I don't give a fuck about mm. the booze you know what I mean it's when you expose yourself to those sort of situations I think it can harden you in a way yeah, yeah. for sure vulnerability just yeah. going up there like a metapod you know? like bombing as a comedian like, but exactly exactly yeah you bomb you bomb you bomb you, you have bomb, to. but you know that fucking builds you up your confidence. I did. I did an open mic night in um, in Newbridge in first year of college, and that went well. Uh, but then there was another comedian at it, and he was like, "Oh, I'm doing a talk show thing. I do. Come along for that next week. Can you invite me to be on it?" And that went terribly. Yeah. <laughs> was he? Did he interview you? He interviewed me, and I, I, I can't answer a direct question. Save my life. What do you mean? Uh, you say something like, uh, oh, what's your favourite song? What's your favourite song? Well, that's it. No, that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or what's your favourite film? Or Okay, that's a hard one as well, though. Yeah, and but like, it, it's in that sort of vein of questions where I can... I'll shy talk about something else for ages. Yeah, but when can't... it's about me, I have trouble 
being I, I guess it's like with sincerity it's like oh, okay, can I say fair. this yeah yeah, yeah. you can't really um, riff off of direct questions like that either that's it and I was like oh I'm on this talk show even I don't think it was filmed <laughs> it was just in like this little youth theater in uh, Newbridge um, but he was like oh so why did you get into comedy and I was like oh I have to think of something funny to say and I wasn't really even in comedy. I didn't know yeah, like once. Yeah, <laughs> and you're here. And I, 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 what I came up with the worst thing. And um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna make me go red when I say this. Go on. Same. I said uh, I was raped. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> really? really? Yeah, that's what I said. And How did I go down? Si- silence. Oh my <laughs> god. I, I don't even remember how the rest of the thing went. Did you oh. say that? I said that. Did you fucking I say that? that. How got, old were you? Oh I was first year college, so I was like oh 19. Oh my god, that's great. That's, that's hilarious. Are, it's, not, it's not great. I must build It's great now, man. Look, I'm, I'm red now, look at me. Did you? How did you feel after that? Uh, Terrible. Experience? So bad. Terrible. Oh, okay, that's god. in the short term, though. You woke mm. up the next day, what did you feel? The next day, I just... <laughs> I sort of thought about how well the other thing I did went and I was like I'll just try and focus on that (laughs) instead of the other thing (laughs) it's like deadpan silent and they're all from Newbridge they all knew each other let's explore that (laughs) and like and it was such a curveball to throw to the guy who was running the talk show yeah what the fuck did he do with it (laughs) yeah where do you go with that Mm, right yeah, he just sort of moved on. Yeah. You know? Oh, Jesus. You could have got yourself cancelled. Sorry, I, I, didn't do, I didn't do any more comedy after that. Um, <laughs> that was it. I didn't, yeah. I, I more got distracted by the minutiae of college. That could just be your bit, though, just going up on stage and, like, I was raped. Because <laughs> eventually... <laughs> the rape comedian. Jesus Christ. <laughs> would, it, would it eventually kind of be funny, like, maybe ironically? Mm. Well, like it if depends I tell on the, the story, crowd. It depends on the content, the fucking, uh, you know, the environment it's told. You know, mm. yeah, that's all. It is it's if it's said with any sort of fucking viciousness or venom behind it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just, like it's right wrong. Here, right it's, here, here, we were able someone to in the audience yeah. should have been raped. You know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, you don't know who you're talking to. Everyone has their own shit. You know, you don't know. But you couldn't, you couldn't press it. You know, if someone was offended, you would have to apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you would yeah. be sincere. I would be sincere about it. Mm. But you know, it's not in a damaging context. Well, here's the worst thing about it: is it also it's a, it could be offensive and all that. That's one thing. But it also just wasn't funny. But that's the context. It's funny to me, though. We laughed right there. But yeah, I can imagine that room you were in with these people like not being familiar with you or who you are or what kind of person who you are. Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and was, you just get up and say that, man, that's a stinker. It, it wasn't even like... <laughs> it wasn't like just crickets, like like indifferent crickets. It was like shocked crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Shock crickets, crickets were even like... <gasps> <laughs> All the crickets stopped. <laughs> something I did once there you go uh, here's a segue you're, you're a performer Shane yeah an actor yeah should we uh, speak on that a little you can maybe um, plug some shows you've been in okay well we usually don't have guests who have things to promote I think Adam Dean's the Adam Dean's was our main yeah okay yeah sure um, okay well right now uh, what I'm involved in I'm going to be putting on my play 
Yeah. Um, Raymond and Dutch Part 2. <laughs> uh, that's going to be on in the Sugar Club sometime in December. Getting nice. shit together for that. That's Dublin North City Centre, right? It's on uh, Leeson Street. Leeson Street. Near Street. Stephen's Green. Stephen's Green, oh, okay. yeah. Wrong it's going to be fucking great, man. Like, yeah. Look, let's say what it is. It's a stoner play. You know okay. what I mean? Right, that's yeah. what the first one was. It went down. It was the best thing I've ever done. So Can we give the fun. listeners a synopsis of part one? Well, I do my <laughs> review a part one. Your review? You have a review? Seen, well, maybe I'll just summarise it. I've been to see it twice. All right, go ahead. You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, Raymond and Dutch, right? It, it's full up of plot, pop, uh, pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane basically plays himself in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his friend Ushin plays himself in it. And they're the main two characters. And they're caught up in a mystery about something going missing from a party. And they're playing these characters, Raymond the Dutch. And one of them's a detective from like 70s, 80s detective films. And the other one's like a 1940s hard-boiled style detective. And their styles clash and it's full of pop culture references and it's gas. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it unfolds from there. But it's a comedy. It's really good. The best, best thing I did. Like, you know, so much fun. So we're writing a second one. At the moment, you know, um, Ushin's writing it, and we're gonna put it on, and it's we're literally, we're doing shit that hasn't been done on stage before. Like go, go big or go home. Fuck it, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, the last yeah. one went so well. I had so much fun, and I worried too much. I felt, you know what I mean. Obviously, that worry got me there. You know, you're freaking out. You're like, oh fuck, are people gonna come? What am I gonna do with money? Are people doing their jobs? Blah blah blah. blah. But yeah, yeah. by the end of it, it was, you know, you're looking back, you're you're finished all, and you're like, that was so much fucking fun. Yeah. So I'm gonna revel in it. We're bringing together a nice collective of people that we've made, you know, because we're, uh, we're in the scene. You have a theatre company, don't you? We do have a theatre company it called... called What's it called? It's called Loose Change Productions. Mm-hmm. Because we're pretty loose. We work for change. <laughs> uh, I wish I had some change in my pocket right now. <laughs> Shh, I'll, can, I'll add, add that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but it was so much fun and this one is going to be bigger and better nice and better <laughs> oh my oh, it's gonna be crazy how long have you been going up on stage in front of like audiences of say maybe 30 or more how long yeah how long have you been doing that for um hmm when was I in college 2016 uh, 2016 so what is it now 19 no, 19 last 3-4 years something like that was there a big jump between like did you when you were doing it, I guess you were doing it among like your friends and stuff like that. And then when you're going out for the first time to people who you don't know, yeah, was there a big like, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? Um, no, I don't think I thought about it like that. I'm sure people did, but my own experience when you were in college, you were learning. Yeah. So of course, you, this is learning. Cause you, you know yeah, I mean? you did acting. College. There is that. You're, you're doing acting. You're doing plays in college where I went, you know. So there's a bit of a cushion there mm. when you're doing it on your own. Again, yeah, your friends come to see it, and and people come to see and stuff like that but <clears throat> it was grand I never it always felt kind of the same you know yeah, okay. and it's all to do with how much preparation you're putting to your character how well you've gelled with it you know and just getting into that right state of mind you know yeah. a lot of people have different ideas of acting you know what I mean a lot of different practitioners out there for what works for different people do you do any method <clears throat> yeah well I, I Stanislavski would be the primary uh fucking practitioner on stuff like that you know um, from method acting living the character you know what I mean you're playing a homeless man so you're fucking homeless for nine mm. months you know right, yeah. that works for Daniel Day- Day-Lewis yeah, yeah. whatever his name is yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Knight-Lewis yeah that's his evil cousin Stevens to stay they run in the night <laughs> <laughs> 
that bloke, you know, and yeah, he does yeah. he does a handful of films. He commits them completely. He gets on with it, you know. Yeah. But I think it can be a little dangerous at times. You lose yeah. yourself. Well, some of it's this, the practice is like drawing on painful memories in your past and try to bring them up and associate them then with whatever trauma is going on mm. in the scene, mm. which can be pretty hard. You're reliving past trauma. It's, it's not fucking good for you, you yeah. know? Now, there's other practitioners like uh, the Meisner technique, which I fucking, I think there's something to it, you know? What's so that? It's like um, reacting to things as they have been in the moment, you know what I mean? But Forgetting there's, that you're even yourself. Yeah, uh, you're just there. You're in the like present. Is it like an improv thing? Um, there's uh, there's exercises you have to do, and there's a tr- there's a certain practitioner, you know, that they teach you. And I only ever get them. Like, I only ever got them like f- my foot deep, deep toe in the water. My toe yeah, in the yeah, water. Yeah, okay. yeah. So hold on. So he's like improv games. Do you know any improv games? acting games? Like, um, do you do you know any acting games we could play right now on the podcast? Oh no! See these ones are. These ones are you get, they get weird. You know what I mean? It's all about. <laughs> that's, what that's what I want to do. I want to. I I wouldn't have the skill to conduct them. You know what I mean? Right. You, because you have just, to pick yeah. out. So, oh no no. What's he feeling right now? You know what I mean? Right, Getting right, into right. it. No no no. You know I I wouldn't have the the knowledge to do that. Right. But again, it's a process for everyone. You know, some people they just uh, fucking nail it. I think it's all about finding what your what works for you as an actor. You know, yeah, preparation yeah. you do beforehand. You know, your routine. Stuff like that, you know. What's your? Do you have like a routine before a show? I do meditate sometimes. Definitely, yeah, okay. uh, I like to pace, shadow box, shadow box, shadow box. Shadow box you know, you kind of, you can kind of shake the nerves out of you a little bit. You know, yeah. getting into the zone, stuff like that. And I've heard or of a meditation. Thing, I've heard of a thing where when you're on stage, people lock their knees normally when they stand up, but you're meant to. There's a thing. Because there was my, my friend's uh, sister did like a, a trial of this improv class on us, and she said you have to not lock your knees, kind of bend them slightly when you're standing down, and it makes you feel the ground more. And that's some psychological thing where when when we're ba- you have to basically stand the way a baby would stand that can just walk. You'd like that, man. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a baby. a baby. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. interesting. <laughs> um, because it makes you psychologically, it makes you feel more secure and comfortable because you're like, I know I'm standing on the ground. I know where the ground is. I'm in tune with the ground. You kind of have your belly out as well. Oh, and yeah. babies do that because it makes them feel comfortable that's really interesting yeah and I would know because I'm a baby (laughs) my uh, my friend Aiden actually told me something similar once he's an actor as well and I had to give a presentation in college and I didn't expect this but I got real nervous public speaking and he was like oh yeah you just have to get out of your head I was raped (laughs) (laughs) case in point Yeah, like, like the stand-up was fine. I had my, my tight five prepared, but I couldn't off-cuff it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he said, like, there's a thing where you, like, you lean your head, like, off, like, a book or something, that you, like, net around your body to just kind of get out of your head and into your body and mm. loosened up in that. Mm. Do you have any techniques for getting out of your self? Well, definitely. I mean, one of the things I would... All, any uh, play that I'm doing um, would be doing warm-ups before... The show, I think it's so important. Some people like to do their own stuff, but I think as a group, you need to come together and you need to do a vocal warm-up and a physical warm-up, you know? And that gets you the sense of camaraderie as well, you know? Like, it's... Oshin uh, drilled this into me, basically, that, you know, he always says before any show, I got your back. Yeah. I got your back. Whatever happens out there, yeah. I got your back. Yes. I got your back, you know? Like, a fucking door falls down or you stumble on a fucking line or a chair breaks or whatever the fuck... We improv, we're in the moment, we do it, you know? Yeah. Like, Oshin yeah. especially, he loves his improv. 
like the play I did recently I was in Smock Alley Theatre uh, the for Kelly Company the Kelly Company yeah Oshin was brilliant he played the villain Villain. he was so good Yeah. So I, I want to talk about this actually because yeah. this is a fun thing if you know someone in the show and you're an audience member and you might know it's a little thing because I can go up and ask Shane about them later yeah and um, yeah Oshin one, one of the things is Oshin uh, this is Shane's uh, co-writer or maybe a main writer. No, the main part, writer. Partner, uh, anyway. We're both producers in Loose uh, Change and we're yeah. on Raymond Dutch. Yeah, but uh, he, was, he had this character in this play that had like a limp and he was like a sort of Calvin Candy yeah. type character and I was yeah. like, wow, that limp was crazy. I know, the limp. But the limp, I talked to Shane about this and I learned the limp was <laughs> like, he'd strained his leg like one of the other shows and the limp was new. <laughs> the limp was real. <laughs> the limp was new, yeah. Um, he also... Uh, threw a snuff box at me yeah. on stage for our last scene like you know and I'd never this hadn't happened before I, this, yeah this <laughs> was this, new to me you know this what I mean? wasn't in the script and he, has, he, has, he brought actual like peppermint sn- sniff so I was like yeah I'm doing this but it's good it, it takes you out of your comfort zone yeah. but it's actually it's good and you can really milk those moments yeah. and it's all the better for and it. you know and yeah. I, I read into that as well because your character in the play doesn't smoke and it's kind of a big thing made of him not smoking. But when you do a bit of snuff, yeah. I was like, oh, is that like indicative of his mindset changing? Yeah. 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 And then Shane was like, oh no, Shane just did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. There you go, but man. like for that performance, that is yeah. that's part of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, different every night. Mm. So um, have you have you ever acted with anyone like like you said there? You you yourself and Oshin would be real comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. What if you're going on stage with someone? Because I feel like I'd be nervous that someone else wouldn't be able to read or whatever that kind of improv stuff. Have you yeah. ever been on stage with anyone? You're like, fuck, I don't know how this could go, depending on how they. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose. Uh, have I ever been on with someone that I was really really worried about? Not really, you know, I, I would be very, um, you got your shit together, you know what I mean? Yeah, if if yeah. I knew that it was uh, not strong, that scene in particular, I would be real of like, you know, come on man, let's let's do this, or come on, we can we can work on this, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd never let myself be in that situation right. yeah. too I, much. I suppose part of your training is to be able to roll with it. It is, yeah, yeah but I've, I've, I've been in plays where it's like two actors are not gelling at all, one is really good, has no knows the shit, and one person not giving it the same effort at all right and w- what he did in that situation was just kind of like remove himself almost you know who, the, the guy who the knew? guy who knew his stuff he right. would just kind of mockery almost of this guy you know to kind of turn it into something yeah, it was yeah. shakespeare he didn't know his stuff at all this mm. you know what i mean yeah to what what who knows what this guy is gonna say tonight and he just kind of had to go with it you know i could see myself in that sort of situation i'm gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna burn here, you're not burning me with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. The, on the Kelly Company, uh, something I'd like to talk about for that night when I went to see it as well in the Macaulay Theatre. It's because it's more about the the crowd, of, the audience. Yeah. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny. Um, so like we are a, gr- a group of mine, Shane, Shane's mates, turned up to support him. You know, but it's a Friday night and it was sunny. So, and I, I just happened not to be drinking this time. Usually I'd probably be in the thick of it with them, but everyone turned up pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like eight o'clock on a Friday. Mm. And um, 
<laughs> just a very rowdy audience. Yeah. Like, and the style of a like, Victorian play. <laughs> you know, back in Victorian times, Shakespeare, they'd be jumping up on the stage with them. The actors yeah. would have to, like, shout over them. Yeah. But, like, there was an, it was like that, there was yeah. an usher there that was so disappointed. I was, thankfully, I was sitting apart from the main group of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you were. You were. I think you were. You and Sean are my good boys. You know? Yeah, I was a good boy. Fucking boy-er. very mannerly. You know, <laughs> respect in the theatre. Theatre yeah. goers, these guys. One particular funny thing happened. Uh, if you ever been in the Smock Alley Theatre and the Schoolboy Theatre, you'll notice that there's, there's like a sort of walkway to the side of the stage that is part of the stage, but also how you get in, in between acts. Hmm. And uh, one of the lads... Call him Mr. H. <laughs> One of the lads had to had to get up and piss uh, halfway through the halfway through the first act, um, and uh, he just picked the worst time to do it because the actors were using that walkway to come in and out of scenes, and he he, he just got up and went up the walkway to go pee. And on his way back in, the walkway was in use for a scene, and he was trapped. Trapped backstage. <laughs> Shane was in character. Right, like him and like the other scene partners for the next scene were getting ready to come on backstage. Yeah. And what were you, what, when, you, when you saw Mr. H, what were you? Thinking? I was just shaking my head at him. Just looking at him. Then I'd be like, fuck's sake, H. H. Fuck's sake. And then when Mr. I had to tell um, what's called my director, actor, and the fella Craig or whatever because he was like who are, the, who are those lads who were fucking up there and I was like oh it's my friend but you know I don't think he's all there in the head <laughs> you know <laughs> if you know what I mean so yeah I would, I would leave that well, eventually Mr. H was able to come back to his seat but again he timed it really poorly and it just he came out after there was a silence you know and he's like well come on now and it just it looked a lot like he was a new character entering the play <laughs> so he just went and sat down and he's, he's wearing a pink shirt as well and there's talk of the character called Mr. Pinkerton <laughs> it's Mr. Pinkerton no 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 he's like and Mr. Pinkerton never turns up in the story but... yeah I mean to be honest they came to see my play they supported me they paid the money you know yeah. what I mean they did what they be, did, but they, yeah, but uh, you know, I couldn't be too angry with them because at least they came. Yeah, supported, you know? oh no, it was it was, it was more it was a it was a friendly laugh. Yeah, but there was other shit though as well. There were other shit. Yeah, there was a fucking ha- <laughs> another Mister H. Yeah. <laughs> Let a fucking giant fart <laughs> like a giant. Like I heard it. From oh, the stage. Like from the stage, I heard it, and I was like. Fucking hell, lads. <laughs> Fucking hell. Did you... Did I didn't react. I didn't break. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But still. You know what else happened during that fucking... Uh, the fucking uh, absolute first time in recorded history that the lights went out in Smock Alley. Oh, really? In recorded yeah, history? In recorded oh. history. They never... They never... Not during a show. I was on stage and the whole lights the building went out the apartments behind it. There was a power outage oh shit and I was on goddamn stage and there was it was the last fucking scene and it had been a perfect night it was a perfect night it went really well and then there was like a tiny little light on in the uh, corner and I just kept going with it but then the usher came in and was like sorry folks it's been an emergency Uh, (laughs) is he part of the thing (laughs) (laughs) it's a mind oh yeah I'm not mad (laughs) we've been into some things in Smock Alley me and Martin where there's been technical issues as well oh yeah there's a do plug your mate to see my dear friend Francis Breen who played at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival 
Um, festival. <laughs> it's it's like the festival. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't have done that. Um, but he, I think his Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. I think he's Francis the Twit with two T's. Um, and his like he did a, he has a really good show because I've seen it the second time I saw it was in the international bar and it worked so well. What was it called again? An evening. Uh, an with evening with Lee Trundle, who's a very obscure <laughs> football player. So no one in the audience was meant to know who he is, and he kind of comes on stage and he's like, "Yeah, Lee Trundle couldn't come up; uh, he couldn't arrive." So I guess it's just me. <laughs> no, he did some, but like unfortunately that night there were because uh, he was using slideshows for a lot of like uh, support for his jokes. Yeah, there has one. Do you know um, what's the bank? Well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do his whole. Material. We won't do his bit. You you guys check him yeah. out. But the technical issues on that night, like oh, it. It's such a bastard when those affect you. Like mm. he had a lot of audio cues and stuff that would just be like, uh, uh, yeah. Because even we saw that there was a girl there that night as well in Smock Alley. It was the one where they have the, you, there's kind of balconies laid. That's the school yeah, boy yeah, 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 that's good yeah, one, yeah. And uh, she, her, she had a really good set, but the bit at the end didn't work, and she had to put it on her laptop. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it was only a crowd of like fifteen, twenty people. But if it was any more, it would have been like, it would really just kill the show. Mm. I think. Yeah. But technical issues, yeah, they sure. could be. That's show business. That's, That's it. Show business. You got to roll with the punches. You got to improv that stuff. If the lights yeah. go out, you keep going until the usher. Until the usher goddamn comes in. Now we got yeah. them. We got the audience back in afterwards to finish it. But I did, did the vibe would have been. Gone. <laughs> now what? What you yeah. do as an actor in that situation is you just leave the stage. Mm. Exit stage left. Go. Just mm. run. No, don't run. Don't run. Just slide. Just <laughs> slink you know, away. Go away. Fade you know, into the shadows. Get, you have to get out of there. Lickety split. Whatever it is, if someone is having a heart attack in the crowd, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. See. You know, the thing about plays is they have a first act and a second act. This is a great And then an intermission. That's a great segue. crunched on a cola cube oh yeah um that's uh we do some snack chat yeah cola cubes are cough's new thing yeah I, i've fallen in love with cola cubes they're available in the spar near me my current abode and they're basically they're a, love them. a cube like a boiled sweet you know like this nostalgic for one it tastes just like frosties it's an old granny sweet it's a granny sweet yeah. i love yeah. them Don't I- take one of them yeah. <laughs> have you had yeah. a cube yet? I've had loads, yeah. Exactly. They're good, they're good. Well, that's because I, I was starving. There was no else to eat. Yeah. You had yeah, pizza. They were good. They were, yeah. Well, not, not today. It was a different day. Oh, a different day. Yeah, we were watching Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's right, yeah. I've been very. I've been pushing the cubes and I knew it came over. Mm, they're good. Uh, it, it got Martin to convert from being a sucker of sweets to a biter of sweets. Mm. They're only... Uh, you're a sucker, are you? Normally I'm a sucker, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll take my time with them. Even M&M's. No, but uh, I'll get impatient she, sometimes. M and M's, you'll suck. Oh, yeah. Martin, yeah, Martin, Martin, hell, Martin works man. magic with M and M's. Wow, yeah. we're playing this game once. We're in his. Well, he freezes them for a start, which is a great idea. Yeah, okay, freezing yeah. your M and M's, by the way. Or you you break up your Easter eggs and you freeze them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Similar, but then the, the the game with the M and M's is you have to remove the candy coating without 
puncturing the chocolate Punching layer. Punching the chocolate layer. What? Yeah, like you, can do it, you can do it well with... You, you've got to suck it long enough. <laughs> but the ladies like that, man. Right? <laughs> 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 I mean, that, that would be the significance of like tying a knot in a cherry stem, no? It's, no, it's more it's like, like I sucking the chocolate. It's like I can chew the skin off your vagina without <laughs> making you bleed. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that Jesus Christ I don't think that's what they fucking go for but, well that's uh, what I'm saying is the most direct comparison so I, uh, you're the weird one no 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 they just have I don't know right back to snack chat right basically snack chat. What doing, that's what we're talking you know? about snack chat yeah snack chat that's a different podcast that's the trash island after dark the Patreon yeah, yeah. no but you're not like you're not chewing it off meticulously you're kind of just wearing it out mm-hmm. it's about patience it's a patient <laughs> stamina it's not man <laughs> just like, just like <laughs> it sounds a lot similar anyway look um, we, we, we had a team plan for this episode initially which is going to be the Germans or Germany but then but Shane came on with Shane came charisma. on and I was going to suggest oh. doing something else instead because I've been annoyed you want to do annoyances yeah. I, I'm annoyed at the moment mm. yeah. I, I lost my wallet Mm. yesterday I'm still convinced that's between the couches but go on well it's not because I've been through that Martin oh, yeah. I've been right in at those couches stage, yeah. at this stage I've had, it, 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 it's like I went through the five stages of grief mm. with this wallet and I've hit acceptance where you can't really hear it yeah. and I've been annoyed all day and I was, I was too annoyed to talk about the Germans so yeah. I want to talk about being annoyed and that's saying something um, so yeah I'm annoyed right now yeah. like, and, 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 and I'm, really I'm annoyed at myself because I, I lose my wallet maybe once a year mm. <laughs> you know, happens, I, I always man. have a fresh new card because I always lose my wallet mm. and um, people lose shit all the fucking time yeah um, well I don't know when was the last time you what did I lose I lost 40 quid the other day Ooh, that's, annoying. Disappeared. that's annoying disappeared I don't like a fur in the fucking wind who knows what happened to that 40 <laughs> fucking quid man where'd you lose it I was. Would, if you knew, you'd... I took it out of the ATM. I went to do my driving lesson because I'm yeah. driving lessons at the moment and couldn't find it. And I, I, um, I secretly think maybe the instructor, the instructor might have taken it. Ooh. New instructor, but I said I would put a tenner in my pocket the next time in the exact same position and see if it's there. Leave it out teasingly. Uh, teasing, yeah. Because I think then this I'll is a fucking go mad. This but is we'll part see. of being annoyed for me. So when I lost my wallet, I'm pretty sure I lost it in the spare near me. And mm. I went there and I said they they said they didn't. No one turned in a wallet. Mm. And I got been in there again today. And I was just like, couldn't help but be annoyed at the cashiers. Yeah. Even though it's my fault for dropping the wallet. In the first and place. he probably had nothing I, to do with it. Yeah, like, yeah. you you look for someone to blame. Oh, yeah, you need that. You need a rock to hold on to. Yeah. To vent. But then I was all annoyed today in work. But I was so productive though. So I think I'm I'm my most effective when I'm a little bit annoyed about mm. something. Mm. I'm like, oh, fucking, I want to use my energy somehow. Yeah, it's a motivator. I was just working away loads, mm. being all annoyed. I came in, Shane was here, he stayed over. And I was like, I kind of cornered him and I had to just unleash some rants on him. I was this, like, yeah. this morning? Uh, not this morning, no. no. When I came in, you, you plied me with garlic bread. Oh, that's right, yeah. I have calmed down since. I'm not as annoyed Good. now. Well, the garlic bread will do that, yeah. The garlic bread will do that, and I've, I've processed my emotions now. Mm. But, yeah, so still want to talk about being annoyed and annoyance. <clears throat> I, I, uh, see, when I'm annoyed, cough, like, I'm really annoyed. Mm. You're I'm a, really, a I'm, oh, I'm a loose cannon. You get hot. I get hot, yeah, red, yeah. you know, I have red <laughs> hair, yes. I get hot, I get hot. I remember 
I used to work on uh, vintage tea tours, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, trying to say it. That's the shit. Okay, yeah, nice. I've told Martin. Go on, go on. Told Martin. So, uh, <laughs> Explain what they are. Okay, so vintage tea tours, it's a tour company, very um, new company, uh, very small, and what they do is they do afternoon tea on a double-decker bus. It's a 1964 Routemaster, and we take you around. Route Master. Route Route Master. Master. Yeah, so the really old buses. So it's very nostalgic, and we take them on a tour around uh, Georgian Dublin, the Guinnessbury, the Phoenix Park, O'Connell Street. They get their afternoon tea. They have their little takeaway cup. You know what I mean? It's it's really good. You get to talk to people. It's it's great. You know what, what I always had in my head when like because this bus goes by my work. And I always thought, is there like a like a pot of tea that's like sliding around the bus? That's, what I'm driving. Thinking as well. that's and I think that's the um, that's how they make that's, the that's money. why yeah that's it's like people, from... people are intrigued. How do we do it? Yeah, it's like Harry Potter. It is exactly yes, like Harry Potter, fucking prison of Azkaban. Yeah, bus. yeah, exactly. So uh, we have a boiler in the in the corner, and we have. Uh, cups, it down. cups with lids on them, and then cup holders, mm. and then I have the great and skillful job of bringing you your tea which I can tell you over the years I've gotten pretty brazen about it like, I used to be pretty like safe and stuff but at the end of it I was like no I'm an adrenaline junkie like I'm carrying four cups <laughs> up that stairs surfing <laughs> as it goes which is still knowing the bumps walking to someone stopping for a while walking again you know what I mean I had to do a tea it was, it was great crack but <laughs> to bring it back to the annoying thing, so basically we had uh, someone working for us, it was an intern, um, and he really annoyed me. <laughs> really do. He was giving me chick, or chick, what the fuck, Cheek. he was giving me cheek, he was giving me sass. Yeah. Teenagers, hormonal, he was a transition year student, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't listen to me. He started fucking giving me shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's your vintage? It's that there, there's... Different jobs within the tea tours. There's the bus drivers. There's the tour the tour, tour guides. Tour hosts. Tour hosts, and then there's the office people. This guy was a, another tour guy. He was under me. He was working, helping me out. Right, for so the same day. role. So what responsibilities yeah. is so this guy? Just under me, you know. I'm guiding him through. He's a kid as well, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking annoying me, man. And what would he do? What would he do that would annoy? He'd do little things. He'd like uh, say that something wasn't done when it was, and it's like, oh, you didn't do this, Shane. What are you talking about? It's done. What are you... What? From what? An, from, an underling, from an underling. From an underling. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I did something. I did something uh. to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were driving back to... Boiling hot water! This, oh, God. This dude, is going to be a steamy... This is a trash island exclusive. Oh, so, so, we were going back to the, to the base or whatever, and... Uh, he was uh, coming down the stairs with all these cup holders because we were going to wash them. And I was like, I told you not to take down those cup holders too many at a time. It's dangerous. You should be holding on to the fucking rail. We had the platform off, you know? Yeah. So he's coming down the stairs with all these cup holders and one of them dropped off the bus. And he was like, looked at me. He was like, shit, will I go get it? And I was like, yeah. So I stopped the bus and I let him off to go get this cup holder. <laughs> and then I proceeded to pe press the bell to go off without <laughs> just staring at him just like, <laughs> yeah, I started Bing. pissing myself laughing but not only that it was pissing rain like, I mean dread he was soaked to the fucking bone he had a 15 minute walk back to base and he was soaking oh you didn't go after you didn't oh, like yeah, we road. went off with it I completely yeah. it's probably one of the worst things but well, this is on the way back from the tour 
Yeah. Right. End of the day, boom, left from there. <laughs> you can walk home. He came back, he was soaking wet. I was laughing at him. I was like, here's a jackie. We'll get out of here. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I mean, it's probably one of the worst things I did. Shane, point of self-reflection, Shane. So you say he was, he was coming down the stairs with too much stuff in his hands. Yeah. Yet you, there you are with four cups in each hand serving tea to everyone. Come don't be me, man. I'm in this game. You know what I mean? No, no. But it wasn't that. It was the whole day, the whole attitude. He had pushed me to this. And I wouldn't do it normally, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? If you get under my skin like that, yeah. You see red. I'll leave you there. You see, thank you. You see um, red. Yeah. I got pulled up on it by the manager, uh, or by the owner, should I say. She was like, Shane, like, that wasn't on. Can you be a little bit nicer to so and so? Yeah. And I was like, I just started laughing. I just started <laughs> laughing at the whole situation. You're too pleased with yourself. I, I, yeah, I was. I just laughed and I giggled. And what did she do? She giggled too. You know? Oh man, that's when she lost you. That's when yeah. Like any semblance of discipline's gone then. Gone. If you make someone gone. laugh. What did she say? She said something like, "Like I told my husband and he laughed at it. You know, maybe it's a bit bio. But can you be a bit nicer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The story I've heard of yourself, Shane. The boss boss, yeah. Relating to the vintage tea tours. Is this the same story where there was a lot of old ladies and they saw a ghost? No, 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 no. You're, you're getting stories confused. Now, the, the ghost thing was a fella I used to work with, okay. Mr. C. And I, we were doing a podcast on ghosts or something. Yeah. And I asked him, was like, at tea and work, I was like, oh, do you have any ghost stories? He was like, oh, I know there's a, there's a bus and uh, full of old women and they saw a ghost. And that was like the end of the story. <laughs> but I just, I love that. That was it. No, yeah, yeah. I, I love you build it on it from there in your own mind. <laughs> yeah, and then. Because <laughs> you just imagine all these old ladies. It was ladies. the most mundane ghost story. And it was a bus full of old ladies. They're all susceptible. They're not the most reliable narrators. Yeah, one of them Perhaps sees, not. like, one of them sees a flash, a camera flash from the side of their eye, and they're like, Ooh, ghost. And all of them are suddenly. Oh, it's like a herd of sheep, you know? <laughs> yeah. They all believe it, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that time? on the bus we oh, saw a ghost oh yes Martin yeah. you ever been annoyed I was thinking about this today and it's not something that it's kind of an indirect annoyance but in work there's this one particular guy whose name I don't know but he doesn't he, he goes to wash his hands he's the, he's the tap, is tap is running call it five six seconds hands are moist hands are wet yeah he doesn't dry them he just leaves just leaves oh I do that sometimes. What? But as soon as I get out of the bathroom, I'm over to the napkin dispenser and napkin Sure, and yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Mr. Wet I'm hands. sure you are. Bullshit, yeah. man. No, I you're am. not. Who you likes having wet hands? You're putting them in your trousers. You're putting your well, hands in your pockets. I do that sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll sometimes also pop, pop, pop on the trousers. Why not use the hand dryer? Why not use the... Uh, hand dryer doesn't get your hands fully dry and sometimes someone else is using it. It's and patience. you're like... Patience. Well, you're not going to sit there with wet mm-hmm. hands. I, I have long hair, so I have the um, ability to dry my hands in my hair, which is the primary <laughs> reason. But then you got wet hair. hair. Exactly. But, oh, but wet hair yeah, is sexy. better than having wet hands. Yeah, yeah well, that's, what, that's why I'm straight to the napkin dispenser. Bullshit, hair. man. No, you're fucking not. Boys, boys, boys. Mm-hmm. My hands coming away from that napkin dispenser versus yours coming away from the shitty haired hand dryer. No, my hands no. are bone dry. Mine. Yours are just warm wet. You do They're not wet know. and warm. No, 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 that no. fucking napkin dispenser. You just what makes you say that? I just know. Do you think I, I like having wet hands? I think yeah. yeah. And you know what? I you fucking you do. And you know what? It's not the end of the world. 
You can get by with a wet hand. You shake the moisture off. I've done that right. Then someone comes up over to shake your hand in that instant and you're like, oh shit. No one shakes my hand. I prefer. Oh yeah, I forgot. No human contact. Yeah, like I'm a developer. I'm a programmer at work. And like people don't talk to the programmers, we're hidden away. You know, I don't have to deal with people. True, to the IT crowd. It's delicious. Yeah, I'm, I'm the IT crowd. You don't like a wet mouse. Except there is an IT crowd. I don't have wet hands, but <laughs> yeah. I shake them off and bop bop bam. Or I, I, I usually go to the wet uh, napkin dispenser. I have been known to do a, a little wipe wiperoo with my hands and my trousers as well. Then no, mm. I do. Soggy hand care. I do. No. Sometimes I'll Well, you boys going to sit here and tell me you've never done that. No, I have. I have. Mm-hmm. I'm no. not saying that. No, Marin, I will not But leave. I'll sit here and say you've never fucking done that. What, done this? No, done the napkin dispenser. I have, I have too. Yeah. There's too much thought in that. It doesn't make sense. Man, I'm a there's very napkin, thoughtful guy. There's, there's napkins, there's toilet paper in the toilet. All right. Bitty little bits of toilet paper get stuck in your hands then. How, how wet are your hands? Mm. No, I'm, you're walking around with wet hands. You're not going to any hand dryer. Feel them. Okay, no, I know. Soaking. That's, that's new... sweat. <laughs> that's sweat. Oh my god! Do you have any tissues? Jesus. No, yeah, my hands of are wet. I always have <laughs> tissues to dry my hands with. See, look, I'm wiping my hands in your bed. Uh, well, you wouldn't mind. No, <laughs> more I fool you, Shane. You've touched the suspicious stains again. What annoys me, and I, I know I brought this up on the grievances episode, but when mm-hmm. someone's walking ahead of you. At maybe 90% of your speed. So just enough to kind of hold you up. Mm. And then you're like, fair enough. I'll go to their right. I'll pass them on the right. All of a sudden, they decide they go to, to the size. Right. Yeah. It's like they can see. They meander. That annoys me. Mm. That annoys Oh, yeah. I'm like, you get the fuck out of what you were saying way. before. You want someone to blame. And I'm blaming that even though they can't see me, it's definitely their fault. Yes. They step, they purposely stepped out in, mm-hmm. into yeah. where I was going to and, like, and when you're annoyed, you're like the least empathetic person. Mm. Like, obviously, we've all been walking slowly somewhere, enjoying our walk through wherever. Um, but you just don't consider that. And yeah. <laughs> when you need to go somewhere, True, but, and but I, in your I way. feel in that situation, like the, all my annoyance would be pent up until I get by that person. And then mm. I'm like... Away, yeah. Explode. away, That's fuck exactly you. Right. You're yeah, like, well, yes. My dust. But if, but the longer I am there, the more pent up I'm gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, oh shit, am I stuck behind this person for? And in yeah. Dublin, it's annoying because we have narrow sidewalks in relation to the number of people walking on them. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shane, mm-hmm. can we talk a bit about Anto? I've heard of the Anto song, right? Yeah, yeah. No, Anto song's a different thing. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll quickly explain the Anto song. Um, sorry, Anto, if you're listening. But, <laughs> but there was a guy in my school called Anto. And um, schoolboy humor, people would sing the song called Anto Gay. Which went, Anto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Ant- Anto Gay. My, my Anto is called Anto Gray. Oh really? That's weird. <laughs> this guy had a di- this guy had a different name, but people called him gay just because he. It's one of these things where you say it once, they got annoyed. Ah, that was good fun. We'll keep going. But the the song went. Anto gay, anto gay, anto gay, anto gay, anto gay. Who's the gay? Anto gay. And like, I imagine just like everyone. Everyone. And like, and whenever we like do a twelve pubs or something with the old school guys that usually comes up yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he likes it uh, I'm sorry Anto but 
there's just such a schoolboy humor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the fact that he didn't like it made it funnier. Yeah, yeah there was a there was a, like a, a secondary song that came out as well based off Alejandro by Lady, Lady Gaga. If you know that one, Alejandro, Alejandro, Madonna, Ali, uh, no, Lady, Gaga. Lady Gaga. She's version. kind of Madonna though, in a way. No, it went. Uh, well, anyway, the the, the the version went. Don't call me gay. Don't call me gay. Fatty Anto. <laughs> Miles better. Yeah. He wasn't even fat. <laughs> he was like a pretty athletic guy. Like, he's a cool guy. Um, like, he's a sound guy, but you know, it's just one of these unfortunate things where it's just really funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, no. But the Anto story. I, 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 Shane told me a series of stories from his childhood. Uh, years ago which I always thought Shane should develop into a one man show <laughs> I, 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 I just like these stories so much yeah because they're so consistent in Anto being the villain and like they always sort of ended with Shane sort of shaking his fist at Anto as he escaped on his bike yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah so basically I mean it was the making of me in a lot of ways you know I think when you go through life you meet people uh, definitely as a kid or whatever and some people you'll gel with, you know, and maybe these friends will go on to be your best friends for 10, 20 years for your whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. And then some people you'll be like, okay, these are not my friends. These are not my people, you know, that kind yeah. of way. I don't want to be around. Do your friends for geographical convenience when you're young. Yeah. And then you get to choose your friends. And then you get to choose your friends, exactly, when you're coming. So we were best friends at the time, you know, but we... It was a very toxic relationship, you know what I mean? <laughs> type of group of lads that would jockey in the center, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Bare arse and stuff like that. It's just testosterone you know? flying around. Exactly. No one knows what to do with exactly. it. Exactly, you know? But Anto, oh, the little fucking bastard. So many times, so many times. really fucking pissed me off. There's multiple stories. I remember I had like a, a Quasar um, game, you know? It was like right. we, we both wore a chess piece and we had a gun and shit and we Wait, were playing was it. this in... Oh, right, right, like a board game Quasar. No, no, not, not a board like a, game, like an actual... Quasar. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, you had the vest. You'd we had the vest, and, had and we had, guns, yeah. both had a home gun. Quasar. Oh, home Quasar. Home Quasar, exactly, we played that shit, but I mean, he fucking kicked the door into my face, and I had a giant black eye, and his mom rubbed butter on it. Butter! What the fuck? Looking back, man, that's for butter. We put some butter. Oh man, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, they were, uh, Leicester. They were from oh, Leicester. You know what I mean? So it sounded like it could work because it was from. Maybe that's what they do in Leicester, but it didn't. It was butter. Butter, man. Or the unsalted or salted. It was. Butter. It wasn't even dairy gold. It was like fucking some cheap Lester, ass Lester silver. Oh my god! What? Lester silver. It was just flora, flora spread. Yeah. It wasn't even real butter. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. Just, just many instances of that. I can't that. believe it is butty. Is there a time uh, involving red arse? Red arse. Red arse oh, for Jesus our listeners who don't know. Fucking Christ. Red arse is a bollocks. football game where I think whoever does the worst in the football game everyone gets to kick the football at their arse it's on, yeah it's on the volleys yeah. you're, you go from you're, everyone's at 10 the minute Nine. the goals lose your lives. Uh, scored on you you go down lose your lives blah 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 but at the end of the game if you get down to zero you have to fucking put your hands on that wall put your ass out and we all get to the fire a shot from close range fucking ball at you from a close range Peno you know distance, what I mean? right? maybe, maybe 10 10 steps not even closer than penalty distance whatever yeah. it was outside the box and I used to get red arse the fuck, man. Like, you know what I mean? All the time, you know? I was completely left-footed, whatever, you know? 
a, a whole, whole two summers of playing this shit, and then finally, finally I get Anto. Finally, this was my moment to absolutely destroy him and Red Earth, to take out everything nice. that yeah, I had pented he, up against him. He had him, a good you know game, I mean? he lost. He lost, finally. Because he was good, he was really good. He fucking, yeah, he's better than me. And he grabbed the fucking ball, and he fucking milked it <laughs> over ten back gardens. <laughs> and then, and then fucking... Ran off on his bike, got on his bike. Escaped on his bike. Because he knew, because I was fast. I was the fastest. Shame was the fastest. I was the fastest. I was was always the fastest. That was my thing. If you're friends with Shane, he's like, you meet him, everything's going great. This You'll go through this, man. And there'll be a a point in your friendship, early on. This is when you transition from, like, new friends with Shane to, like, middle friends, you know. You'll learn that Shane is the fastest. Forward slash was the fastest. <laughs> a big amount of Shane's personality was back on him being the fastest guy at running around yeah, when he was young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well defended title, but yeah, anyway. This oh is the only God. way Anto could get away yeah. was by escaping on his bike. That would annoy me so much. And I'd chase him, I'd chase him for fucking hours. And he'd be on his bike and I'd be cycling. Andrew. And I did it. The rage would bell me, you know what I mean? When did I the would, rage subside? Uh, oh, I, ca- I would catch him eventually and give him a few digs, like, you know, okay, I would. Okay. I'd give him some digs. But it never, he never fucking learnt. <laughs> Ever. I remember on a fucking beautiful hot summer day going out to the ice cream man with like 100 pennies to buy a fucking can of Coke. And then opening that can, Anto asking for a sip of that Coke. And then down in the whole thing <laughs> and cycling off on his fucking bike. <laughs> and then, and fucking chasing him off for fucking hours. It was fucking horrible. Horrible. One time we were going through like this tunnel, this fucking tunnel, and he had a fucking golf ball and he fucking milked the golf ball off the tunnel and it ricocheted and hit me in the fucking knee. <laughs> And, he, and I limped, ran after him for fucking hours. And what did he do? And he fucking, because he was on his fucking bike. And he was it was horrible. It was horrible. There was horrible moments, man. He did some fucked up shit to me. I remember, I remember playing volleys, right? No, no, we were playing a World Cup. We were World Cup duos. Right. We got into the final. This is fucked up. I missed the final. I missed the final peno. Yeah. We should have won. He was right. But he came up to me. He whispered in my ear. You know, he put his arm around my shoulder and then gave me the worst deadener of my fucking life. A deadener, folks, is a, ki- a kick, a dead leg. Like a big balls. kick in your leg. In my knee, in the thigh area. Yeah. And I limped and I chased him. And, and what did he do? Him, yeah. And yeah. what did he do, Shane, when you chased him? Say it. Cycled off on his bike. <laughs> but I would chase him for hours. I'd catch him, I'd give him oh, a few That That's Sam's you know. Do you reckon the only reason he bought that bike is because he knew you were the fastest? He was going to oh, run sure, you? For sure, for sure. For sure, man. One thing about Shane is he is the fastest. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe not Maybe not anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy we've gotten this on tape. Uh, I've, been, I've been, ever I'm since we started this podcast, I, <laughs> I've really wanted to get the Anto saga on tape. Well, so. we're Anto nowadays, okay? Yeah. Big. Head right, and uh, his brother, uh, hmm, yeah, he's back home. Mm. Uh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. Should we maybe not tell about his uh, yeah, current yeah, personal yeah, life? Yeah, you're out right. of respect, Anton. Right. Bike. Yeah, you're right. But what's he like now? His brother's home. A really nice dude. Uh, he had uh, twins there recently. Right. Oh, so lovely. really fucking delighted for him. You know. Does okay. he still have that bike? Yeah, no, that's long gone. Someone smashed it up. Yeah. Someone. Burned <laughs> into a crisp really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> fast. Come on, fast. Come on, fast. 
<laughs> little BMX, you know, with fucking uh, pegs on it. You oh, so you get did we get a, a backer off him? Oh, of course. Backers. backers fronters. I was get always... three lads on the bike sometimes, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like, I've participated in backers and I've given a backer, but I've always been really uncomfortable doing them. Yeah. <laughs> a backer is fine. I feel like a front is a bit weird. Well, you need pegs for a fronter. Yeah, you got pegs on the back. No, you don't. You can just sit up on the I mean, yeah, you can, you can sort of do it, and you have to stand up, and I've always been mad nervous whenever I've been doing it. Mm. I was good on bikes. Uh, for instance, like I, I cycle to work, and I cycle home at 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I can roll a cigarette. As you cycle. As I cycle down You've the road this, yeah. with no, no handlebars. Hey. If anyone was to see those videos at me, 3 o'clock in the morning, being like... But can you light a cigarette? Light can... a cigarette, smoke the whole thing on the way. I can roll a cigarette cycling. It's my one skill. Uh, your one skill? My one skill. <laughs> uh, that and being the fastest. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, look, yeah, I used to One be, of I'm, your top skills. That's who I was. I right. used to be the this fastest. This is who you are. Yeah. I know. I, if I'm still really, really drunk as fucked, I probably will challenge someone to a 100 meter dash. Yeah. You know? I've seen you do that. But I've lost too many, so I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I've seen that happen. But, um, do you know what? I, I, Bar- you know what Barra is the fastest at? My housemate Barra, old what? housemate, is uh, power walking. Oh, yeah? Back in the day, uh, Barra was like, I'm third year or fourth year, they make you do athletics because you're not doing anything else. And Barra is like inherently really good at power walking. You know, like from mouth in the middle. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not running, yeah. you're, you're just walking fast. And he was like just innately incredibly good at that. And he was like getting put through different rounds of competitions. I think one of the... He went county, didn't he? He, he went to like... Yeah, county level or whatever that is. Um, he got to like some big competition level, and he like he he was trying to get out of it for a while. He's trying to throw games, but like the the, <laughs> the judge in the power walking thing, but he was like an old man who was like associated with our school, so he yeah. just put him through. Baron, another lad. Um, I think and the, like the when he we, yeah he got to the final, and yeah we'd been on a big night when we were sixteen then and. He just flubbed the whole thing. Oh. No, but he was, he, he was dying to get out of it. Fair, fair. But I, I had a power walking competition with Barra about two years ago. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like I, I gave him my best, you know. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Gotta give it to Barra there. You know, we had a similar situation. A couple of lads for our football team. We had a big bender before our final. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we made the conscious decision a together smoke to be like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, before we smoked, we were clean cut dudes just discovering drink, and obviously it got the better of us right away. <laughs> yeah. That's what they used to do though. The, the old school football players would have a ciggy at half time. Mm. That's it. Yeah, pump them up. What were you the best at when you were a kid, Martin? I was never specifically the best at one thing. I was the jack of all trades, but mm. master at none. Right. Um, there was nothing that I was like, that I excelled at. I could jump, I could jump high, but there was a thing, okay, I could It, d- it doesn't have I to could, be a physical thing. It's going to go into dunking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you could dunk. Oh, this is something, Shane, when you become friends with Martin, and like, when you're already friends and you transition to being medium friends with Martin. You'll know. You'll learn that Martin can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. Beautiful. Out of the beautiful, callback. Beautiful, beautiful. You guys, beautiful. You guys will get on. <laughs> but, uh, the only reason I could dunk was because I do have disproportionately long arms. Mm. There's this thing called the ape index, which is the ratio of your arm span to your height. 
And normally everyone's about one-to-one. Normally everyone's arm span, it's like that golden ratio thing. Your arm span is about the same as your height. But I've got a bit wider arm span than my height. So that's why I could pop the old ball in. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of... I rode that for a good few years. Nice. But I haven't haven't dunked since maybe 2014. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't... I'm going to say I can dunk. Once you don't try... No one, no one can say you can. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You have to wake up every day and dunk to be able to say, <laughs> "I can still dunk." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, You'd be good at boxing as well, I take it. The reach, yeah, long reach, but yeah. Johnny Long Arms. Johnny Long Arms. I, I had a couple of vaccinations there that recently. Uh, did you? So they're a bit sore. Yeah, no, that would that would really hurt. Uh, <laughs> for the podcast, act, act punched me. <laughs> yeah, she's a good actor. What is acting? <laughs> yeah, see it there. <laughs> Can you guys? Uh, would you ever look at the needle going in if you get a vaccination? Mm, yeah, well, I got I got blood tests recently, and I'd I'd never had blood taken before, and I was like, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I better have a look at this because this doesn't happen too often, you know. And these, t- these moments come up, you want to be present for them. And I had this thought in my head, I was like, oh wait, what if I could, like, go faint right before they happen? And I was in my head, but I decided not to do it, and I looked at the I thought you were going to faint? Well, I know, th- like, well, <laughs> what I thought was, I don't feel like I'm going to faint. I'm not very squeamish. But you what, thought you would? Here, no, here's what I thought, is that people who faint at these things, probably faint because they look at them, probably because they think they won't faint. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, what if I... Because I've never had my blood taken before. I was like, or did I remember? Because like, no one... That's a, that's a fair point. No one who thinks they're going to be... No one who's squeamish yeah. is going to go like, right, I'll look at that. So this is where my mind goes. But I ended up looking at it and I'm, I'm such a legend yeah. that I was just like, yeah, cool. They took like 8 million vials of blood. 8 million. No, they took like 4 or 5, which was a lot, I thought. But yeah. I was like, hmm. It was a very pleasant experience as well. I was in, out, no waiting. Well, I thought it, it hurts... When it goes in, oh, she no, hurt no, no, me no. anyway. Did, oh, they must have missed the vein then. Well, did you get a maybe, vaccine yeah. or a, no? I got, I got, I got, I got blood taken. Yeah. Blood taken, yeah. But um, that she went in, fucking. They were getting the deep blood. I was like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, all right. Go on then, <laughs> go on then, yeah, let's do it. Give it to me. <laughs> you get a fucking tattoo, you know. You just fucking. My housemate uh, once yeah. fainted. Niall. My housemate, shout out Niall. Yeah, um, friend he of the show. Was, he was once thinking too much about the backs of knees. <laughs> and specifically, he, he described it to me as like... The Japanese! Oh, no, 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 the backs of knees! It's a very... If you feel right now, listeners, if you go ahead and feel the back of your knee, it's a very tender, chicken breast-esque mm. bit of meat. And he was picturing a scalpel just kind of like slicing it gently, just a gentle, like like an incision. Yeah. And uh, it caused him to faint. Wow. <laughs> just because he started thinking about that. Um, I fainted I uh, recently, actually. Go did on. you? I did, yeah. Um, I, well, I had a hell of a day. <laughs> hell of a fucking day. Hell of a day. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to give, I'm not going to give the all of the details away. But I broke up with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a friend's house. I was chilling with him for a while. And then I was on the Lewis bus home. And I started getting pretty hot. The Lewis the day home. ahead, yeah, I was getting a lot. I'm gonna have to say it. Sorry, guys. I was smoking weed. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can either stop the story now, or we can edit it out later. Look, whatever illegal choices you want to make, Shane. That's, that's all right. You're a guest of the party. Okay, fair enough. Well, I was drowning my sorrows anyway, and I went to my friend's house, and he fucking did me no favors. He got me really fucking stoned, like really too stoned. Right. So we're on the way back, and um, he put me on a Lewis. 
and I was on the Lewis and basically I went green. Okay, so I was What's going green? So basically going green is where you get real woozy and sick, you know, you get kind of pale. And in my case, I needed to some hot air. I was getting really, really hot flashes and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. I, you're going through menopause, mm, basically. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. I imagine that's probably what. It, yeah, I imagine that's probably what it's like. But anyway, I um, I got up and I tried to go to leave the Lewis, but the doors had just closed. So I pressed the button, and then the next thing I knew, I was being woken up by the security guards of the Lewis <laughs> and I was like oh my god what the fuck happened and they were like you're alright man you just fell down I don't think I actually like boom fell down I okay. think I kind of slumped, slumped. Yeah, yeah. you know and then yeah, there was yeah. an old man there and he was looking at me and he was judging on me we were like are you epileptic <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah I'm epileptic but you know I think you should see a doctor you know and I was like oh you know judging me fuck you old man you know I was like it's alright and they were like they had stopped the Lewis it's like what do you want to do You want to, where are you getting off and I was like I'm getting off at the museum but you know I just need to get off here you know fucking get a bit of air you know yeah, yeah, yeah. chillax for a bit like oh we'll go with you we'll go with you I was like oh, for fuck's sake well, that sounds Right. they go with you the they go guys. with you yeah they wanted to stay you, with yeah. me you know what I mean so we got off go with you all the way to the police yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whenever I had stolen some woman's bottle of water that she gave me you stole? well she gave oh, it she to gave me it to and then I got off the Mind Lewis myself. without it you know she kept the lid anyway <laughs> the Lewis went on and you know the lads were like yeah alright what's the story and I was like well look lads to be honest with you I had a couple of joints and basically I just had too much and I went green and one of the security guys was like, oh, no way, man. Oh, Jesus, boy. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know what you need, actually? A Mars bar. And he just ran off. I got he you just ran bar. off. He went off to this bar and brought me back. Bar. Bar. Did it like, help? You, you need the sugar to get back into it. Really? Like, no, butter, bud. You be all right. All right. It happens all the time. I was like, well, thanks very much, lads. This is great. <laughs> a Mars bar, a bottle of water. That's pretty nice. I'm feeling yeah. a lot better now. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, butter, bud. Just go back home. Smoke a few more joints. You'd be grand. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. he told you to smoke he more, more, more joints. I'm sick because I've smoked too much joints. You should smoke more joints. Obviously, the dude was a stoner you know what I mean right. and he wanted to reassure me as a fellow stoner that this happens a lot yeah. and you sh- you don't you know don't be afraid of smoking man it's grand you know what I mean <laughs> that's what I got from him you know right, right, really right. nice lads you know it, it was a very happy ending I was expecting that to yeah not be as happy a ending happy ending like in a massage well, yeah, jerks him off. At I, the, yeah. <laughs> I still broke up with my girlfriend. Oh, that's true. Uh, hey man, hey man. It's okay. All, all good, right. babe. All good. All me, good, babe. Me, Martin, and all the listeners are here for you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah we, we'll all. get you some Mars bars from the proceeds of the show. You know what? Everyone gets a Mars bar. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone who sends us their postage address will be sent a Mars bar. Yeah, and we mean your, it this time. Send us your address and we'll mail you a Mars bar guaranteed. You can get us at trashislandpodcast at gmail.com. It will be in the show notes. Yes. I'd kind of prefer a Snickers. What okay, you, what's no, they're not for you, Shane. <laughs> 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 I wish you got me a Snickers, by the way. Anyway. Shane, uh, do you want to plug your yeah, yeah. play? Again, let's hear about this is Raymond and Dutch and your production company. Okay, so what's got going on? Okay, right. Well, yeah, Raymond and Dutch is going to be coming uh, in December, so it's going to be like a Christmas theme, and pe- people should wear Christmas jumpers for it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be early December. It'll be a great night. Uh, we'll have a raffle, and um, we'll probably have a Stop Making Sense uh, by the Talking Heads concert playing oh, afterwards. Nice, nice. So you pay in to see the show, but then you hang around for the Talking Heads, Lovely. and we can bitty banter and. 
have the crack. That's you know? you get, you'll get to shit. meet Shane. And yeah. hey, me and Martin might be there. We might be there, and the Ooh. talking heads will be there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 uh, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks wait, wait, um, and uh, Loose Change Productions, do they have uh, social media you want to plug? Um, Twitter, well, we Facebook. Have loose Change uh, Productions on Facebook if you want to check us out. There's nothing really on the page, but mm-hmm. hopefully, just keep your ear to the ground, guys. You know, you're all welcome to the Sugar Club anyway, you know. All right. Close, play us off, Martin. Um, this is the end. <laughs>